It's crucially important when we seek after God to have the focus of our desire to be God himself, his presence, who he is. But when we do that, true to his nature as an overwhelmingly generous God, we receive more than that, more than his presence. So this week we are talking about what else happens when we find God. If you know others that would be encouraged by prayer about getting more than we ask for, now would be a good time to share this broadcast. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as we are diving into episode number 86, and we pray together about what happens when we seek God. But before we do that, let's start with a bit of worship prayer. We're praying through the names of God, and this week we have another compound name, El Shaddai. Literally, El Shaddai means God Almighty, and it is among the most frequently appearing names for God in the Bible. Being one of the most well-known L compound names, names that would start with L, suggests that its meaning would be simple to explain, right? But no, there's some debate. L is easy. It's a shortened form of the word Elohim, which we talked about a few weeks ago. It is a term for divinity, for God, and it's often used with another word to highlight an aspect of God's character. Monday, we talked about the belief that El Shaddai originates with the Hebrew word shad, meaning breast, and leads to us thinking about God Almighty as our nourisher and our sustainer, the source of all blessing. Today, we're going to talk about the other thought camp that we run into, the main thought about the origin and therefore the meaning of this word. Marty Sloan explains it well, so I am just going to read you a quote from him. The root word for Shaddai is shadu, which means mountain. So our translation would mean God of the mountain. The most common meaning of Shaddai is mighty or overpower. So our translation would refer to God Almighty, meaning God will do what God purposes to do, overpowering all who oppose him. There is, however, another meaning. Shaddai also means sufficient. So our translation is God is all sufficient. God is the all sufficient one. The best definition of El Shaddai, I believe, is the combination of these two meanings. God Almighty is enough. He is more than sufficient to meet my needs than me or anyone else. He is the only one with the power and provision to meet my needs. He takes my weaknesses and shows his strength. He takes my inadequate life and his sufficiency uses it for his great and powerful purposes. So, today we see God Almighty as the all-powerful, all-sufficient one. I'm going to read you one more quote, one more take on that from R.C. Sproul, simply because it's interesting and helpful in a different way. A better foundational meaning of El Shaddai may be the overpower, which emphasizes God's power to achieve his purposes. Qualifying his power in this way is important, as the Bible never suggests that God can do anything and everything. He cannot do anything that would violate who he is. For example, he cannot tempt anyone with evil, from James 1.13. Nevertheless, the Lord's strength is absolutely perfect and cannot be increased or diminished. Ultimately, it's impossible for anyone or anything to keep him from accomplishing his sovereign decrees, from Psalm 115.3. The book of Job uses El Shaddai more than any book in the biblical canon. This makes sense, for God gives Job a particularly clear and awe-inspiring description and display of his power in Job 38-42. Job spends most of the book questioning God's purposes, but the Lord's display of his wisdom and power finally silences him. Job 40, verses 3 through 5, say this, Then Job answered the Lord, I am unworthy. How can I reply to you? 
I put my hand over my mouth. I spoke once, but I have no answer. Twice, but I will say no more. All who know the greatness of God share this response. That's where we find ourselves this morning, sitting at the feet of a God who is all-powerful and all-sufficient. Here are our verses today that we're going to pray for. We have two of them. One of them is Exodus 15, 6, which says, Lord, your right hand is glorious in power. Lord, your right hand shattered the enemy. In Matthew 19, 26, Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Now, that last one is a coffee mug verse, right? We see that all over the place and it is comforting. And that's the God that we are praying to and honoring today with these words. So let's dive in. Father, I come to you this morning as El Shaddai, all-sufficient, all-powerful, able to accomplish whatever he sets out to accomplish. Your right hand is glorious in power, and you have the ability to shatter your enemies. Nothing is impossible for you. If you set your mind to something, it will happen. It will be done, because nothing can stop you. And I honor you for that today, for being all-powerful, not needing another thing outside of yourself to accomplish your will, but in our weakness, using us for your purposes. I ask today as we move through this time that you would be honored by everything we say and do. You are worthy of our praise, worthy of our devotion, worthy of all action that we can take on your behalf. You are simply worthy, and we are grateful this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. In the last few weeks... We've talked about why we should be seeking after God, and we've learned that when we seek Him as He directs, He will absolutely be found by us. Very comforting. This week, we're looking at what happens when we do that, when we seek Him and we find Him, because it would be far more than enough simply to find Him, to be in His presence, but there's more, because God is phenomenally generous to us. There are other things that happen when we find Him. Today, we have two verses for that. Psalm 34, 4 says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. And Psalm 119, 45, and I shall walk in a wide place, for I have sought your precepts. Let's pray. As we have been praying for weeks now, I reiterate it again. Teach me how to seek you. Teach me to seek you. I know that you will be found. <laughs> Let me seek you with my whole heart. Make that the story of my life, that she sought God with her whole heart. You will answer me. And one of the things that you will do is deliver us from fear. Because when we know you as El Shaddai, all-powerful, all-sufficient, and we know that you are a good God for us, who is always for us, working for our benefit, that's not necessarily a feel-good benefit, but working for the good of, of those who love you. We know that we can trust you, and we are able to be free of our fears. And I ask that now, as we begin to seek you, that we begin to see you as all-sufficient, all-powerful, and trustworthy, and good toward us, and that we are able to be freed, that we have freedom from our fear. Pray that you would work in our lives, those who are listening, whoever is feeling trapped and caught and ensnared in fear. I pray that you would free them. I pray that they would seek you, find you, trust you, and that you would deliver us from fear. Pray that we would walk in a wide place. Now here I am straight up praying for your blessing. Help me seek your precepts, seek your word. Help me be obedient to your word, which results in you 
clearing place for me, that I can walk in freedom, that I am not hindered in my life. And I am speaking, I guess right now, really spiritually, that we would walk on a wide place, that you would level the ground, clear the ground, that my walking is easier because I have devoted myself to your word. Our life just is simplified when we're looking at it through the lens of your word. And I just pray that that would be true for us today. And because my heart is heavy about it, there's so much going on outside in the world today. We have a transfer of political power in our country today. I I am grateful that I live in a place where we can have and have had for centuries, two centuries, right? A peaceful transfer of power. Pray that that would continue to be true. Pray that for all of those dealing with illness today, with either disease or COVID, I pray for your comfort. I pray that they would seek you, that we would that, that those things that are happening in our life that feel crazy, that feel out of whack, that feel that are, are, are awful circumstances, that they would cause us to seek you. Use the circumstances in all of our lives to draw you to us, that we would find comfort and life in abundance in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. That was one of those days when it did not go the way I anticipated it going. So thank you for joining me this morning. I'm so appreciate you being here. If you're watching this on the broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, we do this twice a week. We'll be back again on Monday at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend will allow not only the algorithm to show it to more people, but it will engage more people because you're sharing it. And it will let them join us in prayer. Let more voices join ours in prayer. Praying Scripture is brought to you each time by Grace in the Gravel Road, helping Christian women grow a God-first life and business. My heart is that as we do this twice a week together, that we will all grow in our prayer lives. You will grow and I will grow, and God will use this time to direct each of our hearts in the way He wants to. But most of all, I pray that we will fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.